Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Millennial Discussions. Today's topic is investing. How do millennials feel about investing? I formed a small study group where I asked them how did they feel about investing, if they were investing or if it was something they were interested in. Um, The consensus was a little mixed. It was a little of some were familiar with investing, others were fearful of investing, and we had a few that that didn't learn about investing until their late 20s. So I wanna dive into that. I want to um, explore all of those viewpoints um, in a little more. How soon should we start having these conversations with the youth? And um, why are some of us fearful of investing? And is it too late if we haven't invested before we turn 30. My my view on this is investing is a necessity. Especially if you're someone that is not interested in working until you are 75, 65 or 75, you know. Cuz some people have to work after they're 65. So If you are not someone that is interested in that lifestyle, investing is a non-negotiable. It's something that we need to um, we need to discuss. We need to have these conversations as um, young as possible. We need to have these conversations as often as possible. Um, And we need to use whatever resources we have to gain the knowledge that that's necessary in order to be successful in investing. And I just want to say that investing does not have to be expensive. It does not have to break the bank because that's that's not the goal of it, right? The goal is to set your set you up for a great financial future. I hope to be the voice of reasoning for some people. I hope to be uh I hope this podcast ignites something in someone to to start their search on investing, on information on investing. I think as a culture, we need to shift what we place importance of. Um, Are these things actually important or are they just traditionally acceptable? So I'm going to... speak on some of the feedback I got when I asked the question, how do you feel about investing? Uh, I had some responses that stated uh, they didn't feel comfortable having those conversations around um, the people that they were around. They, They felt like they didn't have the right people around them to have those money conversations. Um, also got mom, their mother had them saving their allowance. Um, and lastly, they didn't learn about investing until their mid to late 20s. So I'm going to just respond to the first uh, piece of feedback that I received. Um, not having the right people around you to have these kinds of conversations. Um, that is a very real place to be in. I understand where um, where you're coming from when you say that. Um, but I think in this age, 
that's the beauty of social media, right? It's social media is a, a blessing and a curse, but if we use it as a tool to advance us, right, to connect um, with people that we probably wouldn't normally connect with, I think it's an amazing tool. I think that is the uh, a perfect way to use social media, to try and find your tribe, to connect with people that um, are where you want to be, to connect with peers that, you know, maybe are your age, but they you see that they're having different type of conversations. So don't be afraid to slide into someone's DMs and ask them a financial question that you have. Don't be afraid to go on TikTok and reply uh, to someone's videos in the comments and ask them something uh, regarding finances. Don't be afraid to you know, uh, join a Facebook group and ask the question, you, you know, let them know I'm new here. I am very interested in investing, but I don't know where to start. That has been very helpful on my journey. So I would recommend that to the person that feels like their current sphere of influence is not speaking about uh, investing. I also want to say to that, um, you start the conversation, you share one thing that you've learned on your financial literacy journey with the people that you love, the people that you know, and see how the conversation goes. Because we can assume that no one that we know is investing or no one that we know uh, is knowledgeable on investing, but you're not sure of that until you ask. You don't really know what someone knows. So I my advice would definitely be to start the conversation. And if it does not go as planned, at least you started the conversation. Maybe you planted a seed in your friends and your family and later on, they'll start a conversation with you. If that fails, social media, YouTube, and Google will be your best friends. Now to the person that had, um, a parent or, um, a guardian that, had them saving allowance, you are lucky. You are a lucky person in a sense that you had positive conversations around money. So your relationship with money is gonna be very different. You're gonna have a very different experience with money, financial literacy, and investing than someone like me. I'll explain that in a second. So when you have money conversations and positive conversations around money from young, you're, it's, it's kind of just like a natural progression into investing. It's a natural progression into financial literacy because that money conversation is a part of your literacy, you know? So it's, that is an amazing space to be in. And I hope you are sharing whatever you learned with people next to you, right? With your family and your friends. I hope that is something that you are sharing. I hope you are having those conversations often because once again, I think that this is something that the culture as a whole needs to embrace. This is important. This is what's going to lift us up because no one is coming to save us. And if your eyes are open, you see that. My personal experience with money was very, um, 
I was coming from a place of scarcity. Um, I had no financial literacy whatsoever. And I had negative self-talk around money for many different reasons. So for me, I had to do a lot of self-talk, positive self-talk to help mend and fix and build a new relationship, a more positive and healthy relationship with money. My previous relationship with money was very negative. It was, it, I just had all the wrong, wrong views on money. So it took a lot of self-talk for me. It took a lot of uh, affirmations and, you know, meditating and just releasing past mistakes that I've made, releasing information that was given to me that was just incorrect um, and, and just releasing the negative feeling I had about money, bills, saving, investing, all of it. Right, I had to do a lot of that work before I could even be open to the conversation of investing. And lastly, we'll speak on not learning about investing until your late or mid 20s. It's never too late. It's never too late. And I really need us to <laughs> stop thinking that 30 is old, right? 30 is not old. It's not old at all. However, it is the decade when we are truly adults, right? Like your mid twenties, your your mid twenties and up, you are you are a young adult. But once you hit your thirties, I get it, guys. You are a real adult, right? Like no more time for slacking. You feel like the pressure is on, and I completely understand that. However. We need to change the narrative around that being an old age because then we have people that feel like because I didn't learn about investing until my mid and late 20s, I'm behind, I'm late. And I'm speaking from experience. That was me. I am the person that didn't learn about investing and I didn't have any financial literacy until um, my mid to late 20s. You know, so I completely understand that. I think start now. Let this podcast be the reason you start. Um, yeah, that's how I feel about that. I feel like, you know, it doesn't, it really doesn't matter if you're, if you have, if you're in your 40s and you didn't start investing until your 40s. I think just start now. You have the knowledge now. And once you know better, you should do better. So, we can't beat ourselves up about the past. And I'm, you know, learning this and sharing this because of my journey. Um, but yeah, we can't beat, beat ourselves up about the past because how is that helping us grow? It's not. It's not helping us grow. We need to identify the problem and find the solution, right? And implement the, the solution and take action immediately, you know, because time is not waiting for anyone. Time will leave you behind if you feel like, oh, well, I'll do it later. It's not important. Whatever, right? Time is going to keep going. And no matter where you are in your financial literacy journey or on, um, you know, in your journey to becoming an investor, I always tell people my DMs are open for positive 
conversations around growth and, you know, just becoming a better human. So if I can be a resource to you in any way, um, please hit me up, DM me, let's have a conversation, let's connect because I am, I too am trying to find my tribe, you know? So if we don't take risk, we will not grow. I'm actually really excited about learning about investing and my journey, uh, so financial, my financial literacy journey, I'm excited about it because um, there was a point in my life where I, my early 20s was really all about working hard, working hard and not really having much to show for it. Um, long hours, you know, just a workaholic. And I thought that would be the way to um to get to wealth, right? I thought that would be the way that I would achieve the goals that I had in life. Um, and I, I understand now that I no longer have a desire to work hard, to physically work hard. Um, my early 20s was about me uh, physically working hard at jobs, uh, long hours, and my late uh, 20s and my 30s will be about me working hard at working smart. The wealthiest people, people that are truly wealthy, um, they're not, they are not in the business of working hard. They are getting paid for their thoughts. They're getting paid to create solutions and they're getting paid to solve problems. Um, so yeah, I have to use whatever lessons I've learned in life to uh, reroute, right? To uh, readjust, to understand that, yes, you have the work ethic. Now you need to just work smart. And this really has nothing to do with um, energy levels. I, I'm young. I don't feel like I'm running out of energy and that's the reason why I no longer want to work hard. It's literally because it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. It it doesn't make sense to me anymore to continue to to work extremely hard uh physically at a job that is going to overwork you, underpay you. That just it just doesn't make sense to me anymore. I had the epiphany that um it's time to switch things up and I'm, I'm secure enough in my knowledge that as long as I apply the knowledge that I have, I can do this and I will. And to my entrepreneurs, uh, my small business owners, invest in your business. If you are not ready to invest in the stock market or into real estate or crypto is too, um, too complicated for you, invest in your business. Invest in customer satisfaction, invest in customer experience, invest in marketing, um, invest in your business, you know, invest in product development, invest in your business. Um, it just makes it makes sense to invest in your business. And to the person that is just completely feeling lost in life right now, Invest in yourself. If I'm being very honest, before any of this 
um, super positive Maxine, um, uh, you know, Maxine that just wants to grow and take over the world. I had to do a lot of investing in my well-being before I was able to believe that I was worthy enough to achieve the goals that I had because I had them um, since I was young. Right. But then you grow up and you get into the real world and the real world tells you to calm down the, your circumstances, your your uh, environment tells you to calm down. It tells you that it's not realistic. What you want is not realistic. So just just calm down. So I had to do a lot of self work. I had to do a lot of uh, mindset work. I had to do a lot of self-care days, have a lot of self-care days, you know. So I just hope that you can resonate with with one of the viewpoints that I've spoken on in this podcast because it it is it's necessary growth is necessary in life. You know, we we have everything in us that we need in order to be who we are supposed to be. And I want to give some um, some practical points to the person that is feeling lost in life um, on ways they can invest in themselves. Um, I'll share what I did. Um, There was a lot of self-development books. I know people. Don't really like self-development books, but I'm in love with them. I still read them to this day. I actually enjoy it. Um, A lot of self-development books. Um, Courses on financial literacy. um, uh, Connecting with people on social media that was on the same journey as I was. Um, And what else? Yeah, just really, really taking care of yourself. Check in with yourself often to see how you're feeling um, and, and, and dive into that. Make sure you understand um, how you're feeling, why you're feeling this way, and, and make it a priority to, to take care of you first. Um, don't allow any job, even if it is your career, to overwork you, underpay you, and you still are sacrificing your mental well-being. Um, the math is not mathing. That does not make sense to me. And that does not be, that does not mean I am vouching for you to be unres- uh, irresponsible. Um, you can find another, another job, right? There are a lot of jobs out here um, and you have to keep searching until you find one that one aligns with your purpose two pays the bills and um, three, you don't, you know, you're not like beasting for the weekend to come because you hate everybody where you work because they're toxic. They're disrespectful um, and it's just hard to work with them. You don't have to deal with that. You know, everyone can say what they want about millennials, but we we. <laughs> We are not dealing with that. There are too many jobs out here. We're not going to stay and deal with a toxic environment just because it is our career. uh, It is a job. And the thing is, most of the jobs that are that toxic are not even paying enough. It's not worth it. It is not worth it. Right? Um, we, We here vouch for responsible spending, um, building your financial foundation. So I'm not telling you not to work a job. I'm telling you to, um, 
yeah, do do what's best for your mental health. If you need to take a break, take a break, right? Um, because you are more important. And I understand that the reality of it is that um, we sacrifice, we will, we will sacrifice our mental well-being um, so we can pay the bills. And that is okay for a, a certain um, time in your life, right? Like that is okay while you're building, right? Um, but that's not okay for you to stay there and in that space for 10, 15, 20 years. That's not okay. And it's not necessary anymore in this climate. It's just not necessary, right? So I understand now my value. I understand the value that I bring to the workplace. So I no longer have a desire to be overworked and underpaid. Um, yeah, so I, I, I really hope that you can resonate with one of the viewpoints or one of the people that I, um, that I spoke about in this podcast. And if you cannot, just do what you need to do to advance in life because you are here listening to this podcast because you are interested in growth, you are interested in a better life, you know you want it, you just need some guidance. Um, and I hope I have provided that guidance for you. I hope I have sparked something in you that inspires you to use Google, my best friend, or YouTube, my mentor, in your investment journey. I wanted to thank you again for tuning in to Millennial Discussions. I'll talk to you soon.